0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and this week we are continuing our series on deity, specifically the Olympian Pantheon. And I felt who better to discuss right after Demeter than Persephone. So, this episode might not be quite as long just because Persephone and Demeter are linked so closely that I ended up discussing her quite a lot in the last episode but I felt like it was important to give her an episode in her own right. So, Persephone is the goddess of springtime, flowers, plants, and she's also the queen of the underworld through her marriage to Hades. So, Persephone, also called Cori, if you remember from last week, um, she's the daughter of Zeus and Demeter, and she became the queen of the underworld through her abduction by Hades, who she eventually married. The myth of her abduction represents her function as a personification of plants, which shoot forth in the spring and withdraw into the earth after harvest. Thus, she is also associated with springtime and the fertility of vegetation. Similar myths appear in the cults of male gods like Attis, Adonis, Osiris, and other figures in Minoan Crees. So Persephone, as a vegetation goddess, and her mother Demeter the central figures of the Osinian mysteries, which promised the initiated a more enjoyable prospect after death. In some versions, Persephone is the mother of Zeus's son, Dionysus. The origins of her cults are not certain, but it was based on an ancient agrarian cult of agricultural communities. Persephone was commonly worshipped along with Demeter within the same mysteries. To her alone were dedicated the mysteries celebrated at Athens in the month of anasterion In classical Greek art, Persephone Persephone is invariably portrayed robed, often carrying a sheaf of grain. She may appear as a mystical divinity with a scepter and a box, but she was mostly represented in the process of being carried off by Hades. Her name was numerous and has many historical variants. This includes Persephassa and Persepheta. In Latin, her name was Prosperina she was identified by the Romans as the italic goddess Libera. So, let's talk about some of the titles and functions of Persephone, because like her mother Demeter, she's part of the Lucinian Mysteries, and she's older than many of the other Greek mythological figures, so her mythology is going to be a lot more nuanced and complicated than someone else. So, the epithets of Persephone reveal her double function as an underworld goddess and a plant goddess. The names given to her by the poets refer to her character as queen of the lower world or of the dead, or her symbolic meaning of the power that shoots forth and withdraws into the earth. Her common name as a vegetation goddess is Kore, which means maiden. It's in Arcadia, she was worshipped under the title Despoigna, which means the mistress, and that was a very old Nophic divinity. So, Plutarch wrote that Persephone was identified with the season of springtime, and Cicero calls her the seed of fruit of the field. In the Lucinian Mysteries, her return from the underworld each spring is a symbol of immortality, and she was represented on several sarcophagi. In the religions of the Orphics and the Platonists, Kore is described as the all pervading goddess of nature, who both produces and destroys everything, and she is therefore mentioned along with or identified with other such divinities, including Isis. Rhea, Hestia, Pandorus, Artemis, and Hecate. The Orphic Persephone is said to have become Zeus by the mother of Dionysus and the little attested Melano, as well as Iochus and Zagreus. So, in the mythology and literature, she is often called dreaded Persephone and queen of the underworld, within which tradition it was forbidden to speak her name. This tradition comes from her conflation with the very old Nophic divinity Despoignia whose real name could not be revealed to anyone except those who had been initiated into her mysteries. As a goddess of death, she was also called the daughter of Zeus and Demeter, the river that formed the boundary between earth and the underworld. In Homer's epics, she appears always together with Hades and the underworld, apparently sharing with Hades the control over the dead. In Homer's Odyssey, Odysseus encounters the dreaded Persephone and Tartarus when he visits his dead mother. Odysseus sacrifices a ram to the goddess and the ghosts of the dead who drink the blood of the sacrificed animal. And the reformulation of Greek mythology expressed in the Orphic hymns, Dionysus and Melano are separately called children of Zeus and Persephone. Groves, sacred to her, stood at the western extremity of earth on the frontiers of the lower world, which itself was called the House of Persephone. Her central myth served as the context for the secret rites of the regeneration of Ulysses, which promised immortality to its initiates. In the classical period text, ascribed to Empedocles, describes a correspondence among four deities in the classical elements. The name Nestus, for water, apparently refers to Persephone. It says, Now here are the fourfold roots of everything, enlivening Hera, Hades, shining Zeus, and Nestus, moistening the mortal springs with tears. Of the four deities of Empedocles' elements, it is named Persephone alone that is taboo, Nestus being a euphemistic cult title, for she was also the terrible queen of the dead, whose name was not safe to speak out loud, who is euphemistically simply named Cori, or Maiden, a vestige of her archaic role as the deity ruling the underworld, because Nestis means fasting one in ancient Greek. As a goddess of the underworld, Persephone was given euphemistically friendly names. However, it is possible that some of them were names of older goddesses that became conflated with her later on. One popular one, which I've discussed already, is Dyspoinia, meaning mistress. Hagni means pure. She was also called Melindia, which means honey. As a consort of Hades, she was called Hermione, and some people may even think this is an association with Hekatsi, who was also an underworld goddess. She was also called Aristinoithia, which means the best of the underworld. She was called Pradishki. The orthic hymn to Persephone identifies Pradishki as an epithet of Persephone, calling her subterranean queen. As a goddess of vegetation, she was called Kore, the maiden. She was called Kore, the maiden who saves. She was called Neutera, meaning the younger. This is referring to her being worshipped alongside her mother, where she was called younger and Demeter was called older. She was called Kore Demeter Hagni in the Homeric hymn, and she was called Corimeginni, which means the mixed daughter. Demeter and Persephone together were often called the goddesses or the Demeters. Sometimes they were also called the legislators or the great goddesses. They were referred to in Arcadia as the mistresses and the bringers of fruit. So we've talked about her associations with Demeter. We've talked about some different aspects of her and some names. Let's talk about her mythology itself. So probably the best known story involving Persephone is her abduction by Hades. And I did discuss this a little bit uh, last week in the episode about Demeter, but this is going to be focused more so on Persephone uh, herself. So Persephone's abduction by Hades is mentioned briefly in Hesiod's Theogony, and it's told in very considerable detail in the Homeric hymn to Demeter. Zeus, it is said, permitted his brother Hades, who was in love with Persephone, to take her as his wife. So he abducts her from her mother Demeter, knowing that Demeter would likely not let her go freely. Persephone was gathering flowers with Oceanids, along with Artemis and Pallas, the daughter of Triton. As the Homeric hymn says, in a field when Hades came to abduct her, bursting through a cleft in the earth. Demeter, when she found that her daughter had disappeared, searched for all of her all over the earth, using Hecate's torches to look for her. In most versions, she provides, uh, she forbids, excuse me, the earth to produce, or she neglects the earth because of the depth of her despair, and it causes nothing to grow. Helios, who is the personification of the sun, he sees everything. He eventually tells Demeter what happened, and at length, she discovers the place of her abode. Finally, Zeus, who is moved by the cries of the hungry people, and by the other deities who heard their anguish, he forced Hades to return Persephone to her mother. Hades complies with the request, but first, he tricks Persephone, giving her pomegranate seeds to eat. Hermes is sent to retrieve her, but because she had tasted the food of the dead, she was obliged to spend a third of each year in the underworld and the remaining part with the gods above. With later writers Ovid and Higinus, Persephone's time in the underworld becomes half the year. It was explained to Demeter, her mother, that she would be released so long as she did not taste the food of the dead, which, of course, she did. So various local traditions place Persephone's abduction in different locations. The Sicilians, among whom her worship was probably introduced by the Corinthian and Megarian colonel, uh, colonists, believed that Hades found her in the meadows near Enna, and that a well arose in the spot where she descended with her into the underworld. The Cretans believed that their own island had been the scene of the abduction, and the Lucinians mentioned the Nicenean plain and Boetia, and said that Persephone had descended with Hades into the underworld at the entrance of the western Oceanus or river. Later accounts place the abduction in Attica, near Athens. The Homeric hymn mentions the which was probably a mythical place. The location of this mythical place may simply be a convention to show that a magically distant Nothic land of myth was intended in the remote past. Before Persephone was abducted by Hades, the shepherd Amulpus, and the swineherd saw a girl in a black chariot driven by an invisible driver being carried off into the earth, which violently opened up. Eubulus is feeding his pigs at the opening of the underworld when Persephone was abducted by Hades. His swine were swallowed into the earth along with her, and the myth is an etiology for the relationship of pigs with the ancient rites of Thesmophoria and Ulysses. So in the hymn, Persephone returns and reminded—excuse me, she is reunited with her mother near Ulysses, Demeter, as she had promised, established her mysteries when the Eleusinians built for her a temple near the spring of Calichorus. These were awful mysteries which were not allowed to be uttered. The uninitiated would spend a miserable existence in the gloomy space of the pit after death. In some versions, Ascalaphus informed the other deities that Persephone had eaten pomegranate seeds from the underworld. When Demeter and her daughter were reunited, the earth flourished with vegetation and color. But for some months out of the year, when Persephone had to return to her husband, the earth once again became a barren place, and this is the origin story that explains the season of winter. In an earlier version, Hecate rescued Persephone. On an attic red-figured bell crater from about 440 BCE in the Metropolitan Museum of Art, Persephone is rising up as if the stairs forming a cleft in the earth, while Hermes stands on one side, and Hecate holding two torches is looking back as she leads Demeter, excuse me, as she leads Persephone to Demeter. So let's talk about the interpretation of this myth. It's very important. It's central to the character of Persephone. It's central to the character of Demeter and Hades as well, to a lesser extent. So let's talk about what this actually means. So in the myth, Hades, abducts Persephone to be his wife and to be the queen of the underworld. Pluto was the name for the ruler of the underworld, who was also called Hades. And Hades was also the name for the underworld itself. The name Pluton was conflated with that of Plutos, a god of wealth, because mineral wealth was found underground, and then Hades, being the god of the underworld, was associated with that bounty. So with Hades being the lord of the dead, but as Persephone's husband, he also had serious powers of fertility. In Hesiod's Theogony, Demeter was united with the hero Aeacian in Crete, and she bore the son Plutos. This union seems to be a reference to a ritual copulation to ensure the Earth's fertility, and this rite appears in Minoan Crete and many Near Eastern agricultural societies, and also in Anasteria. The Greek version of the abduction myth is related to grain, which is important and somewhat rare in the environment of Greece. The return of Persephone was celebrated at the autumn sowing of the seeds. The Hades represents the wealth of the grain that was stored underground in ceramic jars called pithoi during the summer months. And similar subterranean pithoi were used in ancient times for burials. And this is why Pluto, the wealth god, became associated with Hades, who was the king of the dead. During the summer months, the maiden of a green grain called Cori, another name for Persephone, is lying in the grain of the underground silos in the realm of the dead. And she became fused with Persephone for that reason, becoming queen of the underworld. At the beginning of the autumn, when the seeds of the old crop are laid on the fields, she would ascend and be reunited with her mother, Demeter. For at that time, the old crop and the new crop would meet each other. And for the initiated, this union was a symbol of eternity of human life that would flow from one generation to the other. And again, we'll talk about Arcadia, because Arcadians had a whole different thing going on, and their myths, uh, for whatever reason, tended to be very different from other parts of Greece. And this is especially the case for Demeter, Persephone, and also Poseidon somewhat as well. So the primitive myths of isolated Arcadia seem to be related to the first Greek-speaking people who came from the Northeast area during the Bronze Age. Dysponia, the goddess of the Arcadian mysteries, was the daughter of Demeter and Poseidon, who represents the river spirit of the underworld as a horse. So Poseidon in this form pursues his sister Demeter, who turns into a mare to escape him. and From their union, she bears the horse god Arion and a daughter, who also had the shape of a mare originally. The two goddesses were not clearly separated, and they were very closely connected with the springtime and animals. They were connected with Poseidon, as the god of rivers and springs, and also with Artemis, who was a protector of animals. According to the Greek tradition, Hunt goddess preceded the goddess of harvest. In Arcadia, in historical times, Demeter and Persephone were often called the mistresses. They were the two great goddesses of the Arcadian cults, and evidently, they came from a more primitive religion. The Greek god Poseidon probably substituted for their companion called Pterodros, the Minoan great goddess and the Arcadian mysteries. So Persephone was worshipped along with her mother Demeter in the same mysteries. Her cults included agricultural magic, dancing, and rituals. The priest used special vessels and holy symbols, and the people participated with rhymes. In Ulysses, there's evidence of sacred law and other inscriptions. So this cult of Demeter and the maiden is found in Attica, and the main festivals thesmophoria and the Lucinian Mysteries and a number of other smaller cults. These festivals were almost always celebrated at the autumn sowing of seeds and at the full moon, according to the Greek tradition. So the myth of a goddess being abducted and taken to the underworld is probably older than the Greek pantheon itself. Samuel Noah Kramer, the renowned scholar of ancient Sumer, has a theory that the Greek story of the abduction of Persephone may have derived from the ancient Sumerian story, in which Erishkigal, the ancient Sumerian goddess of the dead, was abducted by Kerr, the primeval dragon of Sumerian mythology, and was forced to become the ruler of the underworld against her will. The location of Persephone's abduction is different according to each tradition, but the Homeric hymns to Demeter mentions the plains of Nyssa. The locations of this was probably mythical, but they may simply have shown that there was a distant magical place where this happened. Demeter found and reunited with Persephone at Elysis, and this is the mythical guise of what happened in the mystery traditions. Because Persephone is an old, nothic deity of agricultural communities, they believed that she is the one that received the souls of the dead into the earth, and that they acquired powers over fertility of the soil, which she was the presider over. The earliest depiction of a goddess who may be identified with Persephone growing out of the ground is on a plate from the old palace period in Phaistos. The goddess was a vegetable-like appearance, and she is surrounded by dancing women between blossoming flowers. A similar representation, where the goddess appears to come down from the sky, is also depicted on the Minoan ring of Isapata. In some forms, Hades appears with no horses, and the myth of the abduction of Persephone was derived from the idea that Hades catches the souls of the dead and carries them away on horses into the underworld. This idea was vague according to Homer, but in some later Greek depictions and folklore, Kairos appears with his horse and carries the dead into the underworld. So The cults of Persephone and Demeter and the Lucinian Mysteries and Anthesimophoria were based on old agrarian cults. A lot of ancient beliefs were based on initiation into jealousy-guarded mysteries, because they offered prospects after death more enjoyable than the final end of the gloomy space of the Greek underworld. There is evidence that some practices were derived from religious practices of the Mycenaean Age. Carini asserts that these religious practices were introduced from Minoan Crete. This idea of immortality, which appears in syncretic religions of the Near East, did not yet exist in the Ewassinian mysteries at the beginning. So in the ear excuse me, in the Near Eastern myth of early agricultural societies, every year the fertility goddess bore the god of the new year, who became her lover, and then died immediately in order to be reborn to face the same destiny. So this has some similarities to some accounts of the Wiccan cycle of seasons. There's the great goddess and she bears a child who becomes her great god who becomes her lover and then he dies and is the cycle repeats so some findings from katal since the neolithic age indicate the worship of the great goddess accompanied by a boyish consort who symbolizes the annual decay and return of vegetation similar cults of resurrected gods appear in the near east and egypt in the cults of attis adonis and osiris In Minoan Crete, the divine child was related to the female vegetation deity Ariadne, who died every year. The Minoan religion had its own characteristics. The most peculiar feature of Minoan belief in the divine is the appearance of the goddess from above and the dance. Dance floors have been discovered in addition to several tombs, and it seems the dance was ecstatic. Homer memorializes the dance floor which Daedalus built for Ariadne in the remote past. On the gold ring from Iosopata, four women in feastal attire are performing a dance between blossoming flowers. Above, a figure is apparently floating in the air and seems to be the goddess herself, appearing amid the dance. There is evidence of a cult in Ulysses from the Mycenaean period. However, these are not sacral finds. This cult was private, and there is no information about it. As well as the name of some of the Greek gods and Mycenaean Greek inscriptions also bear the names of goddesses, like the Divine Mother or the Goddess of Winds, who do not have Mycenaean origin. In historical times, Demeter and Cori were usually referred to as the goddesses or the mistresses. In the Mycenaean Greek tablets from about 1400 to 1200 BCE, the two queens and the king are mentioned, and John Chadwick believes these were the precursor divinities of Demeter, Persephone, and Poseidon. Thesmophoria was celebrated in Athens, and the festival was widely spread in Greece. This was a festival of secret women-only rituals connected with marriage customs and commemorated the third of the year in the month of Pinespien, when Coria was abducted and Demeter abstained from her role as a goddess of harvest and growth. The ceremony involves sinking sacrifices into the earth by night and retrieving the decaying remains of pigs that had been placed the previous year. These were placed on altars, mixed with the seeds, and then planted again. Pits rich in organic matter at Ulysses have been taken as evidence that this memoria was there, as well as in other genes of Attica. This agrarian magic was also used in the cult of the earth goddesses, Poinitia, and the Caribbean, and the Nidos. So, this is most of what I have for you about Persephone. There's some uh, other references that we could go into. But a lot of it's just very similar to what I discussed with Demeter already. So I think I am going to kind of call this episode a little bit shorter than normal. But hope you enjoyed that. hope this gave you a new perspective about Persephone and, of course, Demeter. And I will see you all next week.